This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Friday morning, the 13th of January. Friday the 13th, 2023. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Well, let's see, I'm looking out the window and there's snow on the rooftops this morning. Not much, but it's a little white glistening in the gray sky here, deep in the heart of the Midwest. Thanks for joining us. These are your top five headlines for this Friday. Hope your day's going great as we are now halfway through the first month of the new year. Let's start off with headline number five. Illegal immigrants cause chaos in New York City hotel. Thousands of immigrants are being housed at a New York City hotel at taxpayer expense. Fox News, an employee at Roe, one of New York City's best-known hotels, became a whistleblower Wednesday after he released video and photos of illegal immigrants trashing the hotel and leaving fresh food out to rot. Quote, it's a disgrace, end quote. Roe, New York City employee Felipe Rodriguez said on the Ingram angle. The chaos that we see at the Roe Hotel is caused by migrants being drunk, drinking all day, smoking marijuana, and consuming drugs, Rodriguez said. He also said that the row is struggling with domestic violence among migrants, young people having sex in the stairs, and a fight between a migrant and a hotel security officer. New York Post, an NYPD source who was working in Times Square on New Year's Eve, confirmed the chaos at the hotel, saying the lobby was littered with broken bottles and some revelers were dancing while others were sprawled out on the furniture and the floor. It was a total shit show. The cops said, well, 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 that's what you get when you just open the borders and let anybody to come in. People with no manners, they just come in and abuse everything, sit around and be drunk all day and celebrate, do drugs, have sex in the stairwell. So uh, this is what you get when you get an open border policy, when you get these uh, progressive democratic policies that just don't work, guys. You just can't allow anybody to come in and just give them free stuff, give them a free hotel. This is what they do. This is how they treat things. They don't have any ownership. This is what progressivism gives us. This is what removing motivation, production, giving away their ability to be responsible. It's just a complete mess. I hope that uh, people wake up and realize that you just can't let anybody and everybody come through the border and just give them a free place to stay. This is just what you're going to get. That's just makes common sense. Come on, let's wake up. All right, headline number four. Speaker McCarthy willing to release 14,000 hours of J6 footage. From the Washington Times, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said Thursday he is willing to make public unreleased security footage from the January 6, 2021 Capitol riot when pro-Trump protesters breached the complex to protest the presidential election. Quote, I want to be very thoughtful about it, but yes, end quote, Mr. McCarthy said at his weekly presser. I think the public should see what happened on that day. I watched what 
then White House Speaker Nancy Pelosi did, where she politicized it. For the first time in the history as a speaker, not allowing the minority to appoint to a committee. The public should actually see what happened instead of a report that's written on a political basis. Representative Paul Gosar, Arizona Republican, told the Washington Times that the release of the security footage is necessary for the January 6th detainees' legal defense. Benny Johnson, Speaker McCarthy sends D.C. in an utter panic after announcing he wants to release all footage from January 6th. All right, so it uh, looks like Kevin McCarthy's coming out with his uh, six-gun shooting. He's on fire, and that's the good thing that came out of uh, taking a couple extra days there to put a little pressure on the speaker so that he gets off his duff and starts doing the things that need to be done, which weren't done when the Democrats had complete control, and now we're seeing some action, and we need to keep up the action. It's a lot of things that need to be addressed over the last two years. And so this is one very good thing is let's release that footage. I, I, it's public information. So let's get it out there. Let everybody see what really happened. What are they hiding? That's the question. What, what are the Democrats hiding? So let it be transparent. Let it come out. Let people see. And let's get to the bottom of January 6th, find out what really happened. Still a lot of unanswered questions about APST and the uh, – Tower Man, good direction we're headed, and I hope they can uh, keep that committee open, keep it uh, bipartisan, put Democrats and Republicans on there, and let's get to the real truth of what happened in January 6th. All right, headline number three, House Republicans, Democrats, join forces to block oil sales to China. Fox News, dozens of House Democrats joined Republicans on Thursday to pass legislation that would prevent the Biden administration from selling any more oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to China or Chinese-owned companies. The House easily passed a bill in a 331-97 vote. Every Republican voted for it and 113 Democrats. More than half of the House Democrat caucus joined the GOP. From the Daily Caller, the Biden administration has sold nearly 6 million barrels of oil to the Chinese state oil company Sinopec since 2021. Overall, the administration sold more than 260 million barrels of oil in 2021 and 2022 in a bid to stabilize gas prices. Americans use about 20 million barrels of oil a day, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. Republicans have questioned whether or not Hunter Biden benefited financially from the sale, given his longtime connection to Sinopec. Okay, well, hey, that's good. This is a bipartisan bill that passed. That's a good thing. It sounds like a few normal Democrats are willing to cross over and vote in favor of something. At least 113 of them did. Not all of them, but half of them did. Absolutely, we shouldn't be selling oil to China. Please, come on. Especially our strategic petroleum reserves. That stuff should remain there for emergencies, the event of a crisis. That's why Donald Trump topped off those tanks, filled them all the way to the rim. Joe Biden drained them under his presidency in two years. And now gas prices are, are higher. Trump bought them when they're at the bottom of the market because he's a businessman. Joe Biden doesn't understand economics, so he just does things based on his political viewpoint, his ignorance. And so uh, they put a kibbutz on it, and that's good. We don't need to be sending our oil reserves over to China. We need to be producing oil here, not using our reserves. So I hope we can get to that point that we can open up our production again, come back to uh, being energy 
independent. That's where we should all be. All right, headline number two. Second trove of classified documents found in Biden's garage. Daily Caller. The White House confirmed Thursday that a second tranche of classified documents had been found in President Joe Biden's garage. Biden lawyers recovered the classified documents during a Wednesday search of his Delaware residence. Richard Sauber, special counsel to the president, said in a statement from the post-millennial, Peter Ducey, classified materials next to your Corvette, question mark. What were you thinking? Biden, my Corvette is in a locked garage, okay? Byron York, here's the entire exchange between Peter Ducey and President Biden about classified documents held in Biden's garage in Delaware. All right, so let's listen to Biden's explanation about the classified documents in his garage. I think you'll get a good laugh out of it. Okay. Classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but anyway. Yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but uh, as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, and my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn, this was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center. The Department of Justice was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately notified and the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see, we're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Thank you very much. Well, there's an old saying that goes, what goes around comes around. Karma sucks. Joe Biden's uh, got his foot right in his mouth. It's backfired on him. The whole DOJ going after Trump's classified documents that were securely behind closed doors, Secret Service watching over Mar-a-Lago, Joe Biden, vice president, has no right to hold classified documents in his possession, locked in his garage with his Corvette in his private library. What goes around comes around, Joe. And uh, when it comes now to trying to prosecute Trump, you can't prosecute based on selective prosecution, just like Hillary Clinton took classified documents and so did Bill Clinton And now so did Joe Biden, and I'm sure Obama also has some of those in his possession as well. So it's all political. The FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago, all political show to try to get Trump, try to knock him out. This is what the DOJ has become. This is what the FBI has become. The subcommittees, we're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to straighten it out. We're going to clean out the FBI, clean out the CIA, and get our country back on track. All right, headline number one. Garland appoints special counsel to investigate Biden documents. Wall Street Journal Attorney General Merrick Garland on Thursday named Robert Hur, a former U.S. attorney during the Trump administration, as special counsel to examine why classified documents were found at President Biden's home and office 
intensifying scrutiny of Mr. Biden's actions after he left the vice presidency in 2017. Benny Johnson breaking AG Merrick Garland has appointed Robert Hur to serve as special counsel to investigate the mishandling of classified documents by Joe Biden. From the red state, during the presser, Garland also revealed that the DOJ has known about the second trove of documents since December 20th of 2022. That means that the White House knew there were more, given they supposedly reported them, but lied to the press, playing the initial revelation of classified documents being found at the Penn-Biden Center as a fluky accident. Okay, so, wow, I mean, geez. Even the uh, DOJ knew about this, and they didn't report it. They lied to the press. So you can't trust them, can't trust the DOJ to give the truth. Press lies. They don't even dig down anymore. They just follow whatever the Democratic Party says. They're just a mouthpiece for the Democratic Party. We've all known that for a while, and now we can see it very clearly. So uh, Joe Biden's in uh, some deep trouble here. He is um, being a special counsel set up to investigate. It's a good thing. Let's get it all out there. I wonder what's behind it. You wonder if uh, they're not trying to throw Biden under the bus over these next two years, try to put somebody else in running for president. Kamala Harris is a complete train wreck. She's not going to run. Nobody would vote for her. Her approval ratings are below used car salesmen. It's interesting. We'll see how it plays out in the next couple years. Maybe they're trying to ditch him, get rid of him, because they know he's incompetent, mumbling, bumbling Joe Biden. Let's see. Let's see what happens in 2023 and next year. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Friday, the 13th, 2023. Look out for any black cats out there today. And we will see you on Monday. God bless you, and we'll see you all then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it. 